Outsourcing. A lot of the big guns do it and a lot of startups do it too. If you're on the fence about whether to outsource any or all of your marketing function, give this podcast a quick listen to and hopefully I'll get you off that fence. Here we go. This is episode 19, Outsourcing. So I am at my laptop. It is Friday. I've just finished work and was speaking about outsourcing with a couple of the guys today and I thought that is a decent idea for a quick podcast because it's outsourcing is just a thing that just exists like I've been in so many marketing jobs where I sat down as my role as digital marketing manager or marketing manager and I'm just told okay your onboarding is this pathway and a certain track of that is just managing all these guys. And I'm like, well, hang on a second, what? They're like, yeah, we outsource PPC for this. We outsource media monitoring for this. We outsource X, Y, and Z for this. And I was like, oh, okay, I thought marketing had to do it all. You may be in that type of situation. Or you might be a little bit tuned up and less green around the ears like I was back in the day and realized that outsourcing is and i've literally just typed outsourcing in marketing into google and the guys at hinge marketing have just popped up so i am going to credit them and quote this so this is what it is and you may already know this but it sometimes helps to just say things out loud to clarify them so outsource marketing is the practice of contracting an organization's marketing functions to an outside firm so that sounds a little bit like what we've discussed there and then it goes on to say some businesses on the other hand outsource every aspect of their marketing this allows their leadership and professionals to focus intensely on their core business so major plus there from the guys at hinge marketing in terms of what it actually is and i think the benefit is pretty clear so it's like time saving for for the team or if one of your sales and marketing guys is seriously overloaded or has maybe 15 different routes or pathways or levers that he needs to do or she needs to do in their job, it becomes a little bit tricky. So you support your team and you assist your team. It's a natural thing to do. You want to help somebody do their job better. But when is it appropriate? So it's not always appropriate. Um, I think to look at industry standards in marketing, it's pretty common vernacular to outsource bits and pieces. I know for myself, I've often outsourced web designers and coders because I ain't no programmer. And I'll tell you that for a fact, I'm technical at WordPress, but in terms of any hard coding, I always need help with that. So I would always outsource that. PPC, um, I think a couple of my friends are actually real diehard PPC specialists and they're useful guys to bring in when you maybe aren't so sure that PPC is the total true path to commercial viability or success for you and you want to test it so you can bring in a ppc or seo agency to test the water on a short-term contract and pay them as a hired gun to try and see if this is a route or pathway to bring traffic or hits or form fills whatever you want to do to your website before maybe hiring a ppc in-house guy yourself or maybe your marketing guy in your startup or girl is a jack of all trades and they want to try everything uh, but they can't so it's it's a way of supporting and i think the interesting thing for me about outsourcing is it's not just marketing some common outsourcing activities can be used in hr management human resource management 
even I worked with a couple of guys who worked in facilities and supplies and they outsource lots of their stuff. I know I have a couple of friends and colleagues who work in supply chain management. They outsource things. Accounting guys are always outsourcing. They love it. Customer support and service. Those guys outsource call centers everywhere in the world. Uh, marketing, of course, no brainer. Uh, that's us and we know how we do it. And then design, content, engineering, the list goes on. Even basic admin is now outsourced and i think a really good modern example of that if you're in a startup is fiverr recently got a video done uh, informational video for my job um, on how ai works and whacked that up in fiverr it didn't break the bank and really clear communication brief with the leaders in the company here led to a class marketing video if i do say so myself so that is a real tried and tested CV example of outsourcing working for me. But I was chatting to a couple of the guys on a commercial call today and we were chatting about when or when not to outsource. So loosely, and I know this isn't the most structured podcast, but sometimes it's good to just throw them out and it may help a couple of you guys get off the fence, but I really wanted to get this out in the air. When or when not to outsource is something that people don't consider. So people see a technical a technical function like programming and immediately jump to want to outsource it. And that makes sense. But for marketing activity like email marketing or outbound activity uh, or activity that outreaches and contacts with direct clients or at least pro- prospects is a better word, it's a little bit more difficult. So like my quick thoughts on this the risk or slash con with outsourcing is that you become a project manager really quickly and time is spent then managing a supplier who's obviously outsourced who won't know the company as well as us and that's grand that's fine when the supplier that's been outsourced is familiar with the company but and i've been in this situation myself depending on what you're outsourcing in It's hard to be as committed to the company when you're not really on full-time, long-term payroll. You know, you can be, outsourcers can be a little bit finger in many buns, pies, cakes, whatever. So they don't need you as much. So sometimes, unless you're very lucky, that can cost you. And it kind of defeats the purpose of outsourcing. So think back to the pros of outsourcing early doors in this podcast we said the pros are why people usually try to outsource a certain part of their business or their marketing function will be time savings or to support overloaded team members and to save on payroll and a couple of other benefits and pros that we've spoken about already but if your supplier or your outsourcer isn't as invested in your product or sometimes if you're selling a technical product which is a lot of the case in SaaS, a technical high-touch enterprise product it's hard for a supplier to get a full view in a short time in a short contract of what you do so then it isn't really worth it because you're almost training in an outsourced supplier who have no real business loyalty to you while you could just be doing it yourself so in this case and we'll put some kind of marketing mats around this. Here's two quick scenarios that I scratched down today at the end of a call. And roughly, I think this 
is how you should view outsourcing. So let's pretend you want to look at an email marketing campaign for your product and your product is a technical product with a relatively high ticket. Um, you could have an enterprise or at least high priced uh, monthly recurring revenue subscription. But it's really hard to explain and your positioning is that you sell to a bespoke niche level vertical like a sub bucket remember that charity thing that we're always speaking about so you mightn't have the the largest charities in the world and you might want to sell to the guys in the street shops the charity shops but you might find a real sweet spot there so even knowing that that there's more levels or granularity in your vertical can be a nightmare to explain to outsourcing so in this case the marketing mats are and this is to outsource or not to outsource one Look at how long am I spending on the hired supplier versus your metric. What I mean by metric is what you want to get out of the outsourcing. So for me, usually it's some sort of lead gen or demand gen. So let's just say it's meetings booked for the for argument's sake. That's one. Second marketing Matt's point on this. How long would this take by undertaking the action if I did it myself versus your metric? So if you have data and you've been around the houses a little bit, you can see, God, I'm spending so much time project managing this outsourced piece of PPC or outbound marketing activity or whatever. And I'm getting none of my metrics really. Our, our metrics are quite poor and, my, and I haven't got a lot of time to do other parts of my function because I'm spending so much time on this outsourced type activity minding the house and making sure and getting frustrated and going back and you're nearly doing it yourself then anyways and that route will generally always end to uh this guy isn't any good or this person isn't any good or it's not working out and you you have an exit then with the with the outsourcer when it's probably not even really their fault because the nature of your product would never set them up for success and you should have done it yourself so in early doors startups you have to look at basically how long are you spending versus what you're getting out of it. And is it easier if I did it myself? And will I get more out of it? So if the first situation shows that by outsourcing will bring in more of your metric, absolutely go for it and nail it on. But if what we've spoken about, the kind of roadblock and the red tape and the knowledge barrier, if technical barrier um, creeps in, and you might find that you put more time into it than it's actually worthwhile and outsourcing isn't a great fit for you what may be a better fit for you is to if you're tight for budget is to hire a junior member of staff train them up make them a technical person and put them on a career path within your company in terms of they may come in an intern they may move to a coordinator with a career path to becoming an executive or senior exec or whatever title is appropriate they change like the wind but that's what i'm saying and there may be more long-term investment in the company as opposed to a hired gun that maybe not get the product or will be around in however long. So one note on the metrics, because people will be saying, oh look, well, I'm not getting meetings booked. All I want to do is sell hotel rooms. Um, that's fine. If, we, if you don't have a meetings booked metric or you don't have enough data on that, move then to the ne next best fitting metric and then that should usually signal intent so then one that we were speaking about today was if we don't have meetings booked we could look at positive replies as in i'm busy now come back to me in 
the end of the year and I'll be happy to chat to you then type thing in, if it's an email campaign. If you're kind of looking for more granular than that or you don't have that even, you can look at things like multiple opens or you can start looking at the actual metrics of the tool that you're using. So PPC, obviously, click-through rate, cost per click, email marketing, open rate and the like. So move your metrics to tell your story to make it an informed database decision but hopefully you'll have stronger metrics than that on that one and then industry example outside of technical SaaS for outsourcing so i think hotels is an easy one because i want to sell a room i want to go on a holiday when when i can when i'm allowed again with covid19 if you're listening to this in four years time i hope we all have green certs and we're able to travel internationally if you're listening to it today or tomorrow then hospitality maybe is a bit of a funny one right now but let's pretend it's four years down the road so I work in hotels I'm a hotel marketing person I need to get people to my website I need to drive them to the booking part of my of my website that's going to be pretty easy for somebody to understand I want to sell hotel rooms to families to couples to whatever and then when they get there I want to give them the option to upsell to buy food, breakfasts, late checkout, whatever hotels are doing these days. That's really easy to understand for an outsourcer. So makes sense. You should outsource that if you're struggling with the PPC. And then you can do performance checking calls bi-weekly or monthly. A lot of the agencies will do that and help you on your road. So I think to end, that was a really simple example. So because the, sim- the product or the industry was relatively simple, it's a good example for outsourcing. If it's pretty technical, maybe have a little think about how you're going to angle your strategy and hiring maybe a, a better route for you. But look, this isn't the be all and end all. If you argue with this or if you say no, I'm actually finding that I'm, uh, I've am i outsourced my entire business and I'm now living on a beach and people are just doing everything for me, then I want you to come on this podcast and tell me how to do that because I would like to subscribe to that way of living too. But if you're kind of in the mix and you're on the fence, if you're a startup person and you're thinking about maybe where's the best next steps to outsource PPC or outbound or get some leads, hopefully this gave you a little bit of food for thought and just get in touch if you have anything else to say. I'm flying off now because it's Friday, but uh, have a great weekend and thanks for listening to the Untapped Marketing Podcast. All the best. Thanks for listening to the Untapped Marketing Podcast with me, Daniel Murray. Please remember to like, leave a rating, follow, subscribe. And the big one, share it and tell a friend because if you do any of those things, it really helps the podcast grow massively and I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and catch you soon.